fellas, have you started spring cleaning yet? The carpets need cleaning, the drapes need dusting, and your lawn needs mowing. Spring has sprung, and the global leaders in below-the-waist grooming have the best tools for cleaning aisle five in your pants. Time to clean out your winter bush and join the other four million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT. And, oh God. Wait, why can't I see you? What's going on? I can't see you, Mr. Mo. Your eyes What's are closed. Going on? What? A blood! Your eyes are closed. Uh, are we still in the 420 episode? I uh, noticed that we had a lot of leftovers from our 420 episodes, so I may have not thrown them away, and I have may have just smoked all of it. Should we so. smoke right now? No, I'm not going to. That was a mess. Last <laughs> <time>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are we going to do this in three, two, one? What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome. To the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Dude, dude, Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Moore. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's the French Podcast. Let's go, Mr. Mo. Hey, what's up, dude? What's up, Mr. Mo? What's up, Mr. I, I, I just think it's funny that that you're the straight one, I'm the gay one, but I have the Ravens t-shirt on and you have that gay Star Wars t-shirt on. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, if there's something gay about uh, grabbing your lightsaber and then another dude grabbing his lightsaber and then you mm-hmm. guys touching lightsabers, then I don't want to be straight. Boing. Well, that is pretty gay, actually. But football is pretty gay, too. We've covered this quite at length. Just to so. tap in the butts. And then the tights and then the bending over and reaching in and grabbing balls and stuff. And then everything's in a group huddle. That's you know pretty good. I had a friend a while back tell me he's cool with it now, but he was like, listen, I just don't believe in homosexuality. I was like, okay, well, I'm real. <laughs> yeah. What did you say? What? <laughs> I'm real and uh, we exist. And in fact, we're, we're there. everywhere. They say 10% of the population is gay, but that's 10% of the population that's openly gay. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. Man. Yeah, we're, we're looking in at New York. It's like one in Fox three. News. <laughs> is this, so what yeah, about Fox you, News? <laughs> so we're looking at you, 50% of Fox News' audience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> nah, just kidding. It's only like twenty five percent of you guys. We know, but yeah, New York. Uh, New York is a nice little mix of everything. A mix. It's like disproportionately gay. Oh, is that one Fox News? They're always like, oh, they're banging each other on the streets. That's uh, crazy. Oh my God, there's gays everywhere. Run, Tucker Carlson. <laughs> I've been to like upstate New York and been like, I'm scared to do gay material on the stand-up show. I'm only a couple hours away from the city and I don't feel safe. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's it's a whole different world in the city. It's so small yet so big. So big yet so small. I just Whoa. noticed your 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 <laughs> earphones look like gauges. Your headphones? Uh, that's because they are gauges because I'm going through a punk rock face to get in with the kids. Oh, yeah? I'm quite a, quite a lot of pain right now, and I can't really hear you at all. I have uh, I have Timmy mouthing everything that you're saying right now, so I may uh, misunderstand a little bit. What's that, Timmy? What is he saying? Was pooping on my chest? What? No, that's not. that doesn't sound right. He's not even talking right now. Hey, the public so wants could- to know. 
The public wants to know. <sighs> Just that one time. But I like the gauge. This is a good look. Have you ever heard of a band called Blink 182? Uh, no. I've only heard of their sister bands, Eyes Wide Open, and they just they just don't they don't blink. <laughs> blink 182 has this song. It's like all the small things. Small and things. You yeah, would relate. You would relate to it. That's what Julie keeps telling me. I never got it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, give it, give it a listen. <laughs> these are these are Boses. Uh, they're pretty nice. I got them for free because I am a celebrity, Mister Mo, and I get stuff for free. But you know, yeah. your mom gave it to you. No, not this time. But she did give me the shirt. Actually, uh, it's a great shirt. Shout out, mom. Oh, so for only, <laughs> for those of you who want to know, nature versus you nurture. You're just a little off. <laughs> Before we continue the show, I wanted to talk a little bit about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations and the more freeing solution is to find things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique and what works for someone else doesn't mean it'll work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work toward goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. Noom Weight makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habit. 75% of Noom Weight users finish a program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with their program kept the weights off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash Believe. Again, that's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash Believe, B-L-E-A-V. By the way, uh, I have to uh, call you out a little something. Uh, What's Mr. up? Mo, that I, don't, I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know if, ladies and gentlemen, you guys have friends that uh, say this too, but Mr. Mo is known for a lot of TMI in his text, but it's quite unnecessary. For example, uh, we were about to record this episode that we're recording right now, right here. So this is live on the spot riffing, you guys. Well, then Mr. Simo there sends me a text message saying, be right there. Now, most people uh, just stop right there because that gives you like a few-minute window, you know, where it says you'll be right there. It's not really needed to explain. You're doing something. Who gives a shit? You'll be there. And then I get a text message right after in parentheses that says peeing. And now I'm picturing Simo pulling his little pants down and sitting down to pee. And there's this whole image <laughs> in my head that I did not need to have right before we record this show. So I'm a professional, damn it. <laughs> you know, so why'd I, you do that? <laughs> you know, honestly, I was listening to Janet Jackson and I was sitting on the toilet. And when you text me, I was like, oh, my God, how long have I been in here? <laughs> so I was like, let me finish this song. No, I um, you know, I was peeing. You read her entire Wikipedia. <laughs> you know, you'll say, like, be right there. I'm smoking a bowl. So I just assume that I should give you, like, I don't know, an explanation as to why I'm not right there. I am. Yeah, but mine's cool. Reading. So Urine. Is that Mine's better? cool. I'm just I'm just letting you know how cool I am uh, by smoking my bowl. You know, unlike you're like I'm smoking marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> so I just feel like I have to let someone know, so then the world knows how cool Carlos Garcia is, and the legend keeps spreading. You know, while I just sit right here. The mind. legend or the chlamydia? What's spreading? <laughs> uh, some say a little both. <laughs> a little both. <laughs> you know, sometimes I'll sit down, be ready to record, and then I feel a little tickle, and I'm like, is this to be something to be concerned about, or do I just have to I, pee? Probably I know, I do pee. that too, all the time. And then uh, sometimes I don't pee, and then it's just really painful. Julie, oh. call the doctor again. <laughs> I I heard somewhere that this is like parasite 
they view they view pee like in like a stream. Oh, in a stream, and it goes inside your pee. Yeah, go up your pee hole. Yeah, yeah, that sounds awful. It sounds like an awful way to die. Uh, it kills I have you. Heard of people dying. Yeah, it can kill you. Get, like, you don't get dick treated. rot from the inside out and just die from <laughs> that. I think it like can make its way up to like your liver or something. I forget exactly what organ it attaches to, and then it just like eats it from the inside. And so you're sitting there like like all oh, this pain. Oh, oh. <laughs> 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 you just die. <laughs> um, by the way, one of my co-workers, I got in trouble for this, but one of my co-workers took the week off because her kid was on spring break. And so they're like, so why does why? she get the week off? <laughs> she the week off because she doesn't have childcare. So she's taking uh, care of her kid. And everyone well, was like, sad state of America. <laughs> they're like, why is she off? I was like, it's for her kid. And they're like, well, why? I said, he's getting surgery. And they're like, what kind of surgery? Oh. And I said, some sort of a testicular retrieval operation. And what? I was just joking. <laughs> I thought they knew I was joking. And then everyone's been talking about it. What's, oh, wrong, with, what's wrong with her kid's balls? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like it went, it, it flew around like wildfire. Boom. Uh, they get like, oh, sorry. Get a wild card. <laughs> I was calling everyone being like, guys, don't say that's not appropriate. Don't say that. They're going to get balloons. Get well balloons. <laughs> <laughs> Hope they find your nut. <laughs> <laughs> we were thinking about you. We got you two soccer balls. I mean, one soccer ball. <laughs> <laughs> I do know that uh, sometimes... Uh, a ball doesn't descend. That is a thing. And they have to like pull boop. it out. <laughs> boop. Well, they, yeah, they just use like tongs, <laughs> like like salad <laughs> tongs, and they just like yank. They just punch it real hard in the other nut. <laughs> and then it just comes right out like bang. <laughs> Oy. Well, speaking of nuts, I see on our notes that you have an announcement to make. <laughs> I was like, go on. <laughs> nuts. Uh, it's a great segment, but the listeners nuts? don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Because <this> <laughs> you know what's nuts? We're going to be on NTV, yo. Yeah. With the kids. But it's going to be on there with legends like the Jersey Shore and now us. Yeah. Watch the Jersey Shore on MTV these days. Uh, but now there's another reason to watch. It's us, damn it. It's going to be awesome. So keep an eye out for us on MTV or on the end of May. We'll have more details right here on the show. So you're going to let us know. Yeah, I'll let you guys know. Okay, good. Because I need to let my parents know that they're not going to like what I did on. No, no, not at all. They're going to hate it. Your parents might not be happy either. Yeah, no, definitely not. Uh, but, you know, it's going to be fun. And uh, now I'll have mm. my people tell me when it's on, and then I'll tell you guys. But, you know, I, got, I have people now because now I'm a big-time uh, network TV celeb. So, uh, you know, uh, I'm getting a little too big here now. By, so by people, we'll you mean you've got uh, a very well, scared Julie mom. in the corner <laughs> with a <the> notepad. <laughs> <laughs> she's like researching furiously you better find out ah <laughs> uh, showbiz hollywood it's hollywood <laughs> actually before we come on a big network tv debut make sure you get tickets to the greatest comedy show of all time before they get too expensive and we get too big and shit. And then you'd be like, oh my god, I could have gotten tickets, but then I didn't. And now I suck. And why do I talk like this? I talk like Michael Jackson. And it's like, I don't know, kid. Fix your goddamn voice. But you should have had tickets. We had the chance. So do it now. Buy tickets to the next show. The greatest comedy show of all time. It is coming this week. This Friday. April 29th at 7 p.m. to Broadway Comedy Club. And we got a stack lineup, yo. Mr. Moe's hosting it. I'm in it. Hey, we got Barack Zib. We got Veronica Garza. We got Colleen Raman. We got Chloe Radcliffe. We got everybody and everything that you need to hear and see to have a great, hilarious time. So come check it out and get your tickets now. Tiny.cc. So that's the greatest comedy show. 
Yeah. Can we talk about Barack Zip for a moment? Aside okay. from him being so fucking sexy, um, this, is he an artist or did he go to school for art? Because his doodles are so funny. For those of you listening, please follow Brock Zip on social media because this like daily doodle, um, they're always just funny, like like cheeky play on words. But I love them. Is that yeah, did he go to school should- for that? And uh, where should they follow him on social media? I don't know. Search Brock Ziv and whatever pops oh, up. Yeah, I don't know. This is a great fucking plug, Steve. Fantastic fucking plug. It's at Brock Ziv oh. Comedy. Yo. Okay. I'm looking it up just yo. to confirm. It's I'm going to start saying yo at the end of my sentences because I'm going to be on MTV. So I have to like be hit with the kids. And the kids, they still, they still say yo after stuff, right? Like, what's up, yo? How you doing, yo? I, I say bro sometimes. Brock Zivs, B-A-R-A-K-A-Z-I-V comedy. Brock Ziv comedy. Yeah. yeah, that's what I said just now, five seconds ago, after you didn't say it, because you were like not a professional like me. And that's why I'm at the big time. Okay, Mr. Miles? Like, I like this one. See this little face? Can you see it in the camera? <laughs> yeah. And it says, He's, don't worry about being liked. Just be amazing and perfect at every little thing you do, and you'll be fine. It is true. That's what I do. I just walk around like being awesome and people just notice like, oh my God, that guy's so awesome. And then, you know, it's great. Well, I'm excited for the show. And make sure you guys use promo code FRATCHAT at tiny.cc slash Grace Comedy Show to save 15% on those tickets, by the way. I don't forget that because I want to save you money so you can go. So do it. Just do it right now. Just do it. Have you ever nicked yourself down there the same day as a big night out with a special someone? Ooh, that can surely make a guy feel self-conscious because everybody knows that the wrong looking nick down there can make your partner think you need a trip to the STD clinic. So you want to make sure you got the right tools for the job. Manscaped has the full package you need for spring cleaning this year. The Performance Package 4.0 is the only tool you need to keep your boys looking and smelling like the fresh tulips your partner wants. To start off your spring cleaning, use the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer to get the most precise shave on your hedges. Did we mention it's waterproof as well? No need to worry about watering your grass with this tool. It's equipped with an LED light, so you know it'll be a major asset to the new shower routine. Clear your holes and smell the spring air with the Weed Whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer provide proprietary skin-safe technology, which help prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. And after clearing your nose, make sure to get rid of that foul ball smell with the Crop Reserver and Crop Reviver. The Crop Reserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. The Crop Reviver is a spray-on toner for your balls. Keep your boys from sticking to your leg and leave them smelling like fresh flowers. Finish off your grooming routine with the Plow 2.0, the perfect razor for the finest shape on your face. Because if you're using your lawnmower 4.0 on your balls and your face, you're doing it wrong, boys. Mm-hmm. And the start of spring also marks the start of Testicular Cancer Awareness Month in April. Manscaped has partnered with the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. Manscaped is committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men aged 15 to 35 and giving support for fighters, survivors, and families impacted by testicular cancer as part of their We Save Balls initiative. Smell oh so fresh and oh so clean this spring and check yourself before you wreck yourself. And get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. It's time to throw out your old hygiene habits and upgrade your life. Uh, well, anywho, I think it's time that we get our jibber-jabbering out of the way. Because, you guys, we here at the Frat Chat Podcast have shared some of the drunkest, most terrible moments in our lives that really make you question our abilities to function as human beings today. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you'll be happy to know that celebs are just like us. So this week, we're going to go and share some of the drunkest, most ridiculous moments from our favorite celebs in the biz, as I call it, because I'm in the biz now, especially, you know, going to be on big time MTV guys. So I'm a uh, featured extra biz. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So we get to say it, but you guys don't get to say it. So like you're sitting there in the car. 
and uh, your dad sitting next to you, and he starts calling it the biz. Make sure you just slap him right on the yeah. side of the face, and like real hard too, so he pays attention. You say, "Hey, you don't get to say that. That's their word." And then you know it'll be a thing. Yeah, I'm on stage a lot, and I have a degree in theater, so I get to talk about the the biz. Fantastic actor, you know. He sacrificed everything, literally. Like he just like didn't go to any other classes. He doesn't know anything else other than how to act. I even <laughs> ate my twin brother in the womb. I mean, I literally <laughs> sacrificed everything. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, covering his light, and uh, <laughs> Fida Simo just really wanted some good lighting. <laughs> 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 you yeah. send in a self tape. <laughs> <laughs> he, really, he really wanted to be uh, Michelle Tanner in Full House. He's like, it's like, I haven't developed. I don't know if I have a penis yet. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so close. So close. So close. And what better way to start than with David Hasselhoff and his drunken cheeseburger eating incident? Do you remember this, Mr. Mo? I do. Oh my god! And it's just so disgusting. It's like it's around 2007, and a really drunk David Hasselhoff had one of those nights that I'm not gonna lie, we've all had in college. But luckily for me, uh, around 2007, it was never cut on tape. So when he laid down in his Las Vegas hotel room, uh, just totally shirtless and chowed down in a Carl's cheeseburger and giant drink, he probably thought he was safe. But unfortunately for him, his daughter caught the whole goddamn thing on tape. And it, of course, quickly got leaked. And it's just bad. He just looks so gross. But you know what? Burger. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. In 2007, we weren't able to like record things on our phones. So that's a lot of effort to grab a camcorder or like a. Sure, we could. We could record things on our phone by then. 2007. Not great, not great yeah. stuff. How does she record it? On her phone? Oh, I don't know. I was, I uh, unfortunately was not in the biz back then, so I wasn't allowed. Does she hate things, him, but... or did she think it was funny? What was her intention? She thought it was funny, but at the same time, she was like, "Damn, Dad, you kind of need help, man," because he's like, <laughs> he's really fucking up this cheeseburger. Like, he's like eating it, and then it like falls apart, and then he looks at it, and he's like, "Ugh, this is so messy," and then he just grabs the slabs and like put it in his fucking mouth and it just collapses again the plate again and then he pulls out this giant drink and like sips it. and he's just sitting there shirtless and it's just like oh god David Hasselhoff what the hell is happening here do you think maybe his daughter was like you know I asked for a burger and he forgot about me had he included me in this no <laughs> yeah, big right? deal because I can imagine if I was wasted and eating a quarter pounder in front of you and I didn't have one for you I know for a fact that you would be like fuck this bastard I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna record this and put him on blast that's stuff for true but at least you wouldn't have wasted the fucking burger like use both hands David what the fuck he's just sitting there wasting all this thing and it's like, how are you even eating any of this? Just give it to me, David. I'm sure how it's done. But no, he like, it almost looked like an American pie when Jim has sex with the pie and they show it after. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's what that burger looked like. It did not look good, you guys. Uh, it's like, come on, David. Come on. Ew, well, David, cheeseburgers are not kosher. And that's all I'm going to say no. about that. <laughs> Okay, so next on the list. And by the way, listeners, these aren't in any particular order. So we're not rating like which is the top drunkest moment. Mm -hmm. It's just these are all ones that stand out to us. And one of my favorites um, debuted on the Ellen Show in 2017 in the month of May. It's right before my birthday. My birthday's at the end of May. And I thought to myself, what a beautiful gift. So uh, (laughs) Jessica was interviewed on Ellen. She clearly had a few drinks before this interview, and this interview, in fact, is what prompted Jessica to seek sobriety. So as a result of the show, here's a silver lining. She got <laughs> she got her shit together. The Frat Chat Podcast would like to announce that the Jessica that Simo is referring to is indeed Jessica Simpson. While Jessica was able to get her shit together, Simo is still a raging alcoholic who poops his pants at least three times a week. 
Now back to your regular scheduled programming. But uh, she came on the show and she uh, couldn't really answer questions. Some of them were just like yes or no questions that she really couldn't like get it together. <laughs> so Ellen says, how long have you and your husband been married? And, and Jessica's like, seven, no, eight, nine, no. And then Ellen says, what do you guys do for fun? And Jessica says, he likes to golf. I don't. Um, well, we both love our kids. Um, <laughs> but it was like the biggest airhead moment. She, uh, Ellen made fun of her for not knowing math very well. And at one point, I think Jessica said something along the lines of, Seven year relation. I don't think I've ever even been in a relationship for seven years, unless it was with like a girl. Ellen's, uh, she like perks up. What? And Hello. Jessica's like, oh, I mean, like, you know, with um, like a girlfriend. And Ellen's like, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you just gave me hope. <laughs> I I had that effect on most boners. <laughs> Mario. No, I'm just kidding. So, um, but my favorite thing though, I think of the interview was even though she was like slurring her words and, and just giggling a lot. Uh, well, two favorite things. They have her dress up like a sumo wrestler, and she has to like pantomime things. It's like charades, which is really funny. So that's it's, I mean, it's oh, a cute, funny interview to watch. But she mentioned her daughter's birthday party was, um, oh, what are they called? Like, what, what do people call? They look like fish. Like the fish. Disney movie. <laughs> Finding Nemo? No. The Little Mermaid. Oh, Mermaid. Mermaid. It's a mermaid theme party. Okay, so yeah, there was a mer- mermaid uh. theme party, and these people were dressed up like mermaid with like these like latex mermaid skirts or like fins, and they had these men that would pick them up and carry them into the bathroom if they had to use the restroom because they couldn't get out of their costumes. And oh, God, uh, Jessica kept calling these men manhandlers, <laughs> and I thought it was funny because if you manhandle someone, that's not a good thing. But I mean, and I then, guess they are men who handle. But here's so. the thing. How does this work? We can't just gloss over this whole thing. Like, how, did they just hold them up and then they just like drips down? Do hmm. they unzip a little bit and like stuff comes out where they hold them up and they look away? How do they do this? And is there drippage? And if so, do they get paid extra? Is there insurance they get shit on? I need to know these things. I think they, they yank up on the hood. Like on like like above their clit, they just like yank it up and squeeze their thighs together real hard to try to get a stream. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just aim for the cup, <laughs> and the guy just holds it like <laughs> you but, got it. <laughs> but uh, but I like I'm saying, um, you know. I, I think they're called man hands and uh, Jessica kept calling them man handlers. So I just thought it was funny. Anyway, it, it was a really embarrassing interview for Jessica, but it was a perfect birthday gift for me. And for that, I say, thank you, Jessica. <laughs> thank you, Jessica. Can't wait to see what I, I get I this hope, year. Yeah, I hope rehab went well. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, and speaking of rehab, uh, somebody that probably should have sought rehab uh, by now is uh, our good buddy and uh, friend of the show, Mel Gibson. What's up, Mel? Shout out, you know. He would love rehab because um, uh, AA is always based on religion. Yeah. And blaming others. So Yeah. Oh, you have to blame yourself? and uh, Fuck that. Uh, so, L.A. County Sheriff's Deputy James Me. No, not you. Me. Uh-huh. Pulled Mel Gibson over. You see what I did there? See, Father uh-huh. Coast does the world <laughs> for more hilarious content. So, Deputy uh, Sheriff's Deputy James Mee pulled Mel Gibson over on the Pacific Coast Highway after informing uh, Mel Gibson, who was drunk, that he was to be detained. The actor said literally something along the lines of "fucking Joe's." The Jews are responsible for all the wars in the world. Before asking the cop, are you a Jew? And the cop actually was Jewish. Did the cop say, 
Yeah. So was he like, I don't know. Let's just <laughs> say. I, f- I feel like, I feel like, uh, see, it's tough because they normally, I feel like the cop would be like, yo, fuck you. I'm Jewish motherfucker. And then beat the shit out of him. But it is Mel Gibson, who's to this day a pretty recognizable celebrity. Uh, so I don't know. I don't, it, uh, he didn't say. But Gibson's publicist, Alan Nierob, issued a statement from Gibson to the New York Times where Gibson said, I acted like a person completely out of control when I was arrested and said things that I do not believe to be true and which are despicable. He said, I'm deeply ashamed of everything I said and I apologize to anyone I may have offended. Uh, Now, the cop claims that following his encounter with Mel Gibson, his supervisors pressured him to remove the anti-Semitic remarks from Gibson's incident report. After complaining about the request, he says he was subjected to religious discriminations and passed up for promotions. Then he sued the department, uh, finally setting a, settling a religious discrimination suit with them in 2012. Now, oh, I got to ask. Well, yeah, at least get some money yeah, out of it. Some money out. What did the Jews do to Mel Gibson? Good question. You know, like, was his high school bully, like, Jewish? You know, did he walk in on a group of Jews running train on his wife? Where did they touch you, Mel? He definitely has a thing against them because it's like, it's come up a few times. You know what I mean? So you can't really say I, you don't really believe that, but you keep saying it. <laughs> so um, I don't know. Well, I, remember, I wonder what happened. Maybe, maybe there's some jealousy. Maybe. Mel is like, I want to wear a yarmulke. And they're like, it's disrespectful. It's cultural appropriation. <laughs> and Mel's like, I don't understand why. Or maybe Mel is like, okay, so why don't I get off from work for Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur? Or I don't know. Maybe he really likes potato lockies, but his mom and dad were like, no, that's what the Jews eat. I don't know. I don't that's know. That's true. That's true. It's internalized hate. Uh, you know, but it's like, like, can't you just like hold that? Thought to get home now. It's not like, excuse me, Mr. Gibson. Uh, do you know why I pulled you over? The Jews are taking over the world. <laughs> uh, step out of the car, please. It's not my fault. I swerved and killed three people. The Jews really are fucking us all. <laughs> and the cops are like wearing a yarmulke. Like, uh, step out of the car. <laughs> You know, I feel like in my experience, people who are the most homophobic are the ones who are closeted the in their gaze. So I feel so like the, the ones that are the most anti-Semitic, like Hitler, wasn't he like Jewish? Yeah, he was part Jewish. He was part Jewish. I so I wonder if maybe uh, deep down, Mel Gibson identifies with Judaism and just needs to come to terms with it. It's a beautiful religion. What's the problem? You know, you can even go and convert to Judaism if you really want to. Stop playing these games. Stop blaming everyone. Just just be a Jew. So how do you think this affected his relationship with uh, the industry? Have you seen him lately? Well, at the time, it didn't do well. It didn't do uh, wonders for him. It was quite a bit of a controversy. But he was given another chance, and uh, he started doing uh, other movies and things like that. He's been in a few things since then. He's definitely not the he's been making movies like Apocalypto, Passion of the Christ, things like that. Yeah. So this this was just after Passion of the Christ. Oh. Uh, but Apocalypto did come out after that. But I think he was in uh, The Expendables 3, which is a pretty good one with Sylvester Stallone in that cast. And he's been in a couple other things that have been pretty good. Because the guy's a great actor. Don't get me wrong. I love his shit. He just definitely has some stuff going on in there that he definitely needs to address. But he had issues with an ex-wife where some phone calls, uh, some recordings of some phone calls came out of him just screaming in a way where, where – even if he was right, it just doesn't sound right. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make him look good because he's just like, I hate you, you fucking cocksucking whore. It's like, oh, my God. I hope I'm never that mad. Do you think Mel was like, where did my accent go? Where did you put my Australian accent? I can't find my accent. I know you took it. The Jews stole my accent. Ah. Jeez. Well, oh, speaking God. of Australians, because he's Australian, right? Or is he New Zealand? Mel Gibson? I think he's Australian. 
Or, to or me, it's all the same. So, um, <laughs> so on um, there's a, there was I think she's retired, but there was this like Australian talk show called Car- the Carrie Ann Show, and John he Stamos is. and he is Australian. Uh, oh, he is. Yes, but I've John Stamos him. isn't right. No, I think he's just American. John Stamos looks Greek. He's got a nice tan. Okay, uh, so yeah, it's probably Greek. Definitely Greek. That name Stamos, right? Stamos. But I feel like he's like an American-born Greek. You know what I mean? Like not yeah. like off the off the boat Greece. He probably says gyro. Oh, <laughs> no, he probably says gyro. Hey, oh, let me get no. a gyro. So John Stamos was uh, like probably overworked and had like a layover or something and didn't get to sleep and was just tired and then had to rush into this interview. Uh, I put the link if you ever want to watch. It's pretty funny, but. He's he says uh, some weird stuff on it. He's like holding on to the the interviewer, the on her on a show. He's like holding her. I think at one point he has her on his lap and he's kissing oh, her on the God. cheek. And he's oh, saying I'm looking at this. So he at Ew. one point <laughs> he's talking about someone who died in a plane crash. I forget, but then he's like, Elvis is dead. So might be my career after this. Ha 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 ha. But he was a hot mess. And then for like two years, refused to Why is to he admit. holding her like that? No, it's really, really <laughs> uncomfortable. But it was a long this interview. That's just a smidge. Yeah, this is, this, this is awful. I'm watching this clip that you oh. put on. It's just 44 seconds of like the most ridiculous. He is holding her like, like what the fuck? It like looks like Santa. Santa Claus with a child. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, what the fuck? For like two years, he claimed to have been on sleeping pills and super jet lag. But finally, in 2009, he admitted to being uh, plastered. And he was like, all right, yeah. guys, you got me. I was plastered. And we're all like, we know. Uncle Jesse, yeah. we know. It's pretty obvious, dude. <laughs> and the old sleeping pills uh, excuse, huh? The old Roseanne. <laughs> it, it, it makes me think of, I wonder if this was influenced by it. But you know the movie Bridesmaids? Yes, of course. When Kristen Wiig takes like a Xanax and then drinks on top of it, and she's like, all like nutty talking about weird stuff. I I wonder if that's what happened to him. I wonder if he had a glass of wine with the Xanax. That's what I'll say. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now I did uh, Google this because I I was trying to ask Timmy to do it, but he was just staring at me. Well, Timmy's and stupid, and I don't know why he's still on a payroll. Well, we really don't pay him anything, so you know it's kind of hard to take him off the payroll because he's not really. Well, I don't know why we babysit with. him. So uh, I don't know. He just kind of sits there. And, I don't know. It doesn't look like he's much family or place to he go. Just sits really there with no his butt crack hanging out, and he just like picks his nose, yeah. and we're like, "Oh my god, thank you so much for everything you do." Yeah, and his mom used to call to check on him, but I think she's even sick of him too because she doesn't call anymore. So like, no one like. No one really seems to give a shit. Well, if she's yeah. listening, hey, if your tubes aren't tied, um, <laughs> please sit on the pill. <laughs> Thanks. Or put your, yeah, for sure. That's a good move. Uh, by the way, I uh, so yeah, so I looked this up, and uh, John Stamos is indeed Greek American. Uh, his, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. He was born to William. Bill Stamos, a second-generation Greek-American restaurateur, and Loretta, who they just didn't give give her a last name because you know it's know. like oh she's just white, <laughs> boring. Yeah, but Greek is like However, an the exotic white. Yeah, and the original name is uh, the Stamatopoulos. That's like that's what it would be. It sounds like a dinosaur. Yeah. Oh, Stamatopoulos, run! Roar! That, and it's just that's my just second giant favorite John dinosaur. Stamos. My favorite dinosaur is, is Lickalotopus. <laughs> I thought you hated that one. I thought I thought you pretended to like that one in college, but then you really hate. I like to watch like it, it on TV. But I like to engage in it. <laughs> I guess that would make me a voyeur. I like to watch it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I like to watch Happy Flappies get smacked around a bit. Okay, so um, (laughs) (laughs) speaking of getting smacked around a bit, yeah, uh, this next one is uh, known to me as Kiefer Sutherland versus Christmas because it happened in 2009 when a really visibly hammered Kiefer Sutherland is at some hotel lobby with his like buddy taping him, 
And his friend just like, for some reason, calls him over and goes, Hey, Kiefer, you're a pirate, man. And all of a sudden, Kiefer Southern just stares back at his friend and goes, Oh, that would explain everything. Before literally just diving like Superman style on top of this like poor Christmas tree at the hotel lobby, which of course went down without a fight. And there's some people in the lobby you can see like, what the fuck? It's Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, and I'm not gonna lie, I was in college when this came out, so I naturally thought it was hilarious, and it made him even more of the man to me because you know he was Jack Bauer, and you know, it's kind of tough to tough. Wait, who's Jack Bauer? Oh, you don't know Jack Bauer? Oh man, he it's the it's the show 24, which oh, oh, oh. Was in. I know, I know, I know. He was the man. 24 is with the is with the um British guy. It's like the hospital show. He's, he's kind of funny. No, right? that's House. Oh, I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 24 is like a cop show type thing. Like a, It's like a terrorism uh, show. He's like a counter-terrorist agent. And it all takes place in 24 hours. That's what it's called, 24. And so like each, each episode lasts an hour. And each season is 24 hours, except the last two, which takes place in half day. So it's 24 one-hour episodes. And, and each episode takes place, like I said, across one day. So you're just seeing, like, this starts in the morning, and you, and you see, like, the day through, where usually Jack Bauer will come in and save the day. But things get dicey here and there. However, Jack Bauer just comes in and cha-cha, pa poom, poom, poom. Ah! <laughs> Run away! Where is she? Damn it, Chloe! Ah! That's pretty much the the best uh, description that I can give about Twenty Four. I love it. Yeah, yeah I can awesome. I can picture it, and it's beautiful. <laughs> it won several awards, and uh, the trailer is just me doing all that, and they just use that for all six seasons. So just so you know. Well, when <laughs> our sitcom gets picked up, I hope you do that for our trailer. Yeah, I'm gonna do the exact same thing. I'll be like, why, why is Kiefer Sutherland references far into this? Your show has nothing to do with Kiefer Sutherland. I'll be like, doesn't it? And then we'll get canceled. But you know, we'll get close. <laughs> okay. Um, do you know who Seth Meyers is? Yeah. Did you know that he had a huge crush on Rihanna? No, I didn't. That makes he sense. He talks about it I sometimes. Have a, crush on a big crush. Like he is quoted saying that he's got a huge crush on her and he love he's in love with her and so's his wife. And that's the one thing they can agree on. Oh. Um Oh, so they yeah. like, are weirdly trying to get a threesome with Rihanna. Uh, you just putting that out there on TV. I mean, I'm even attracted to Rihanna. It's Rihanna. Oh fuck yeah. But like that the way that he's going about it seems to be kind of creepy. You know what I mean? It just reminds me of like you're sitting at a, a bar in Daytona Beach or something in like this dive bar. You look over and there's this supposedly nice looking white couple that offers to buy you a mojito. And then you think that they're nice. And so then they uh, offer to take you back to the hotel room. And then you're like, sure, you know, I'll go back there and maybe smoke a little doobie, as your mom would call it. Yeah. And, uh, then I wake up missing a kidney with a very loose asshole and I don't know where my wallet is. So not cool. So that's that's what that's what this whole Seth Meyers thing uh, reminds me of. I feel like uh, maybe his wife need to simmer down now because it's getting creepy. Well, it's, it's, he <laughs> he's been in love with Rihanna, and then finally his like his dream came true because uh, on a segment with this show, he has this like segment called Day Drinking. I think he's done it before with um, who else? Kelly Clarkson. Did it with him. Ah, Someone else. But anyway, he does this this segment called Day Drinking. And in this episode, they drank quite a bit. They sang together. I think she was coaching through singing, work, 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 work. And then they practice pickup lines. And the Fenty Queen herself does his makeup, which is phenomenal. So and, uh, I feel like on my list, I had a lot of, I was, I was looking at all these embarrassing moments, but I thought, you know what? This is a fun moment of being yeah, drunk nice. that nice. I think is uplifting. And, you know, alcohol doesn't always lead to bad things. It can lead to uh, quite a collaborative or, or um, what's the word I'm looking for? There can be a lot of camaraderie with 
yeah. alcohol. Or a threesome. He's, he's or a threesome. For the word threesome. Yes. And who needs no, both so kidneys? Is... I could. I wouldn't mind losing a couple pounds right now. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> That's fair. That's a good diet. Uh, you don't need to exercise. You just lose a kidney. Wake up. Yeah. Ten pounds skinnier. Great. Now, why do they call her the Fenty Queen? Oh, that's her makeup line. That's what. That's why uh, she's a, a billionaire. Oh, uh, I mean, I just thought that she did a little of everything, and uh, you know, I sent her twelve dollars a month, so I thought she she was saving that. You know, she's she's really good at saving because I, you know, twelve bucks goes a long way. That's what they tell me on these uh, ads that I see on TV. Uh, it just shows the crying Rihanna. Like trying to like buy a iPhone uh, 22, which only celebs get access to, and like she just doesn't have enough money because she's too lazy to walk over to her wallet, and she just starts crying. Like for twelve dollars a month, you can pay for Rihanna's cell phone because she's too lazy to get her wallet. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like oh, anything for you, Riri. <laughs> um. So, R- Rihanna is a billionaire, and Jessica Simpson's a billionaire. And Kylie Jenner is a billionaire, and they all have something in common. They walked, Boots? they stepped, like pivoted away from the music industry and looked into like makeup and fashion. I had that's no where idea the money is. Jessica Simpson was a billionaire. Holy shit! Wow. Yeah. Well, well, her empire is worth a billion dollars, so I would assume that it's wow. safe to call her a billionaire. But I'm saying that because you've mentioned in the past maybe developing. Like a man bra, and I think that we should consider that. that yeah, could be our, dude. That could be our money maker. The bro, come on, the bro. We really, we really the bro from moves. Yes, man we boobs. Something there, boobies. <laughs> Speaking of which, Shia LaBeouf is the next one on our list because he's a wild and crazy guy. <laughs> <laughs> he makes you so 24- uncomfortable. Yeah, he's he's so talented, but definitely uh, definitely screw loose or two there, uh, which I guess adds to why he's so talented. Because we're us really talented people are usually a little crazy, you know. So you know, we That's in the true. biz, uh, you can expect more craziness to come. Uh, you know, just saying, it's just part of me becoming my super famous celeb self. So it's like the best stylists always look a mess. Yeah, it's just like kind of weird. <laughs> or sometimes you see like a like like a like a boxing trainer who's like this really fat out of shape looking old guy but somehow he can still move around like he's Muhammad Ali in the ring it's like what the hell what is happening so I guess you can never judge a book by its cover true <laughs> but anyways in 2014 Shia LaBeouf was seen chasing a homeless man through Times Square now the two were apparently hammered when this lady whose paparazzi arrived started snapping pictures. And apparently, according to Shia LaBeouf, the homeless man was startled and then started running away into like, you know, the streets and traffic and stuff. And Shia felt bad, so he started to chase after him. Which I have to say, I guess sounds pretty good, but at the time, before Shia explained his side of the story, uh, it, lo- it looked pretty bad. Just Shia LaBeouf chasing after some hobo in Times Square, like, love me! (laughs) It was not good. It was not good. But later that night, he was kicked out of a cabaret for being drunk and disorderly, and he also apparently grabbed Alan Cummings' butt, who was in the show, and was being inappropriate with guests and actors. I think he was, like, smoking cigs in there, and he couldn't, and it was, like, a whole thing. Uh, And then Shy blamed it on drinking too much whiskey, but uh, I mean, I've been there, man. Whiskey makes me pretty it wild. It makes me a little too. nutty. I gotta say, I'm not a big whiskey guy myself for that reason. But <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> but man, he keeps making these good movies. So it seems like it's definitely not costing him any work to. Yeah, he does make good movies. He's a talented guy. He's, he's so Do you know who else is really talented? Your mom and on her knees. Ew. She Ew. is. She learned it from me. And in addition to her, yes, and do you know a little someone named Ariana Grande? Who? Just kidding. Ariana Grande. <laughs> um, Who? 
<laughs> Just kidding. Oh, I, I love thought, her. I know you love, I love her. That's her. why I put her on the list. So, Yay. Ariana you Grande. Just I didn't understand your accent. Uh, oh, we. I I didn't realize they have an accent. <laughs> Ariana Grande. Yeah. Oh, Grandy. You know, she in this yeah. interview she had mentioned she's like, you know how when you're at Tiffany Company and they serve you champagne, I thought to myself like, most Americans probably have never been to Tiffany and Company and they don't know that. I mean, I've seen it in movies, <laughs> but I don't shop regularly at yeah. Tiffany Company. Yeah, but she was no having a bad day. So she went to Tiffany Company for some retail therapy. And after way too much champagne, she bought herself and her friends, six friends, in fact, uh, matching engagement rings. And then ah. she went to like some, I think she like went to work or on set somewhere. And she brought everyone at work. A bunch of like friendship rings, but she's super generous and just wanted to make sure that everyone was having a good time. So oh, that that nice. prompted the song Seven Rings. Do you know that song? No, how's it go? It, it sounds like Breakfast at Tiffany's and it's the, it's the song, my, my favorite things. No. <laughs> Well, yeah, 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 yeah. It prompted the and song she, Seven she, Rings and that the music video features like a tower of champagne in the video and they drank a lot during the video. Oh. And so I just think oh. that's like a great, just, just a great story of, you know, being being a homegirl to your, to your chickadees. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, do you remember when Anna Nicole Smith pulled the audience in an award show in 2004? Um, yeah. Do I remember? Of course I do. And in fact, I was really <laughs> pissed that you wrote this down before I could. <laughs> Sucker, you called yourself the gay one. <laughs> <laughs> so at the 2004 American Music Awards, a very drunk Anna Nicole Smith has just one job, introducing Kanye West to the stage for performance. However, what did she do first? She looked directly at the audience and asked, do you like my body? <laughs> I mean, I got to say it's pretty on brand for her to do something like that. But come on, Anna. What kind of Marilyn Monroe Walmart version shit is that? <laughs> like, happy birthday, Mr. President. Ma'am, please stop touching the mannequins. This is a classy JCPenney. Trim spot, baby. Trim's my baby. You like my body, dude. That was and my she, favorite right. rally TV show when she it was uh, um, Anna, Anna, <laughs> yeah. Anna, 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 Nicole. Yeah. She's so outrageous, or something, right? And, and it just shows her like shit face, like yelling at her child who's like 33, like, I hate you. Uh-huh. <laughs> or she had that weird lawyer that like we couldn't tell if he Howard was in love Stern. with her. Howard, yeah, yeah. She yeah, like, and they end up like, together, I think. She'd be like, Howard, uh, I peed in the ah. shower again. <laughs> Howard, uh, I peed in the refrigerator again. <laughs> and, he, and, and he's like so excited to come. He's like, oh, I'll come clean it. Don't worry. <laughs> and then there's that really- kept the tissues. <laughs> there's like a multi-colored uh, hair like like lady named Kim or something, right? She had an assistant. Yep. She had like weird colored hair. But I was yep, like, man, yep, yep. everyone works for Anna Nicole, but I think everyone's in love with Anna Nicole. They're all like hoping that she gets so inebriated enough that they can like cop a feel. This is bad news. She would talk about and take some of that and having sex in front of her poor kid. Ugh. Didn't she uh, die like yeah. just after her kid died? Ugh. So yep. sad. Yep. It was really sad, man. And her husband was like 106 years old. So she was filthy rich without the fame. But I mean, she was doing well for herself. But fuck, she was, you could tell, like, especially towards the end, she was just functioning on booze and pills and shrimp spa. And that's literally it. That's probably what kept her alive. You know, but even if it wasn't for the the wealthy millionaire that scooped her up off her fake tits, I think that uh, she would have done okay because she was. Uh, the face of guest jeans, beautiful images. Yes, and guest jeans isn't known for really having like commercials, advertisements, and that sense. She's just prints. But she was by far like one of the most beautiful guest jeans models they've ever had. And she also was a 
Playboy Playmate, and I think she ended up being Playmate of the Year. So she she had her whole life ahead of her, even if it wasn't for him. So I got a little annoyed when people were like, she's a gold digger. I'm like, ah, oh, you know, she's doing pretty well. He got lucky. But at the same time, I mean, look at that guy. He did not look like, would you suck that dick? No, but he probably couldn't get it up. He probably <laughs> just wanted something pretty to, like, wipe him, you know? there's Yeah, there's no way that she loved him. And was like into him in that way. She she wanted the money. It's okay. Well, I think she may okay have loved the money. him, but she may not have been in love with him because he probably yeah. did a lot for her and her child. But yeah. I I feel like so then she did get, it for the money. That's the reason you marry someone like that. Then well, I feel like there's more than just sex in the relationship. So I don't know. I I I kind of just feel like if I'm 160 years old, I may not be that interested in sex either. Yeah, I might I but, might just get off on drinking my prune juice and like watching Wheel of Fortune, you know? But the 22-year-old that you're married is with the giant knockers is most certainly interested in sex. I don't know. I think she <laughs> Yeah, she is. What the uh, fuck? She can become a nun. <laughs> yeah. Or was I guess he like, so. it's okay, you can bag the pool boy. I, I feel like watch. he probably would have been like, you know what? If you want to have your own thing on the side, go for it. I can't, I can't compete with that. Like my, I can't I get just, my dick up. I just have to be in the closet watching. Yeah, <laughs> I get down for that. And, then, and when the money shot comes, just say, mm, Jeffrey. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> yummy, yummy, Jeffrey. <laughs> Trim spot, baby. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, uh, this last one for me. I mean, this is the last one, right? Yeah. Yes. I respect this actress so much. I think she's so talented. But man, she sure the fuck did get arrested for being an entitled bitch when her <laughs> husband was arrested for a DUI oh, in 2013. Do, do you know who I'm yeah. referring to? Yeah, buddy. Reese, Reese Witherspoon. Witherspoon. Yeah, she was being a total Karen, I have to say. Yeah, total, total Karen. So her husband, Jim Toth, was pulled over for like weaving in and out of the lanes. So this, this cop was like, this doesn't look good. So he pulled them over and he asked Jim to get out of the car and Reese Witherspoon hung her head out the window and asked if the cop was even a real cop. She said that he didn't look like a real cop. Oh, maybe God. maybe he was fit, because all the cops I know are... <laughs> Ooh, That's true. Little, That's true. <laughs> out of sorts. Okay, so... Where's uh, your donut, sir? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Where is your, your beer belly? So, her husband, in fact, blew over... Uh, the legal limit. So he blew a 1.3, I'm sorry, a 0.139 blood alcohol content. I think yeah, most states it's either 0.08 or 0.1, but this is almost double the legal limit in most states. So he was handcuffed and placed under arrest. But as this was happening, Reeves Witherspoon kept getting out of the car. An officer like very calmly said, if you get out of the vehicle for a third time, you're going to be arrested. So she got out a third time and she said, do you know my name? To which the officer oh. said, I don't need to know oh. your name right now. And then she explained to the officer that he was about to find out who she was, that he'd be on national news. And he was. Uh, he said, that's fine. And placed her under arrest for disorderly con- conduct. <laughs> so uh, later in a statement... Uh, this was this looked really bad for her. I mean, she seemed like such a bitch. This was in New York, and she's got a little bit of a southern yeah. twang, which doesn't help anyone in New York, you know. Uh, <laughs> so being being like having like Texas blonde hair and having a twang, bad news. So later in a statement, Witherspoon said, "I clearly had one drink too many, and I am deeply embarrassed about the things I said. It was definitely a scary situation, and I was frightened for my husband. But that is no excuse." I was disrespectful to the officer who was just doing his job. I have nothing but respect for the police. I'm very sorry for my behavior. She has respect for the police if you look like the police. Otherwise, 
What did she think he was, a stripper? <laughs> I mean, I will say there has been cases where people pretend to be cops and then they fucking murder people. So if you're not sure about someone being a cop, definitely ask them to show you a badge. Uh, but even then, people have had fake badges. So I, I say, show me your dick. Them. And that's how I'll know <laughs> if you're a cop or not. Show me your uh, badge. So- no, show me your balls. The old George Michael. Can I introduce some Manscape? <laughs> oh, by the way, look what I have right here. My Manscape lip chap. I'm obsessed with it. Oh yeah, my it's god, really good. It's oh, good stuff. It feels so good. Actually, and the to box be honest, brings three, which is awesome. So, um, I can't feel my lips if I'm being completely honest. I've had so much work done on them, but it does smell really good. And I have been told that my lips look super hydrated. Yeah, no, they give you a nice Thanks, Manscaped. I like it. I like that tango. It feels good. It's well, so good. I put it on my bows. Yeah, me too. <laughs> the tea tree makes them um, tingle. Now don't put it on your bows, you guys. Do not do that. But anyway, it's not Reese Witherspoon, man. The thing is, is like my biggest, one of my biggest pet peeves in the in the whole fucking wire world is when people pull the, do you know who I am? Do you know who my daddy is? It's like, shut the up. fuck up and sit down. I get that at work ass. sometimes. I have oh, to wait. God. The world waits. If there's yeah. a line, you wait. I'm, yeah, I'm seen, friends I've with seen, the owner. I don't care. He'd tell your ass to wait too. Well, that's the one time that I think that police brutality should be allowed when someone says, do you know who I am? And they just taser them right there. You should just be legally allowed to taser a person who pulls that shit out. It uh, doesn't matter if it's just the cops or just a regular citizen. Someone says that to you, you should just be legally given a taser and you just bam. You should be able to like How about alarm. a good old fashioned cunt punt? That's when you <laughs> kick them in the crotch. <laughs> And you get to just hit a little button and Joe Biden himself sanctions it. <laughs> He's like, you uh, deserve uh, this cunt punt. And, uh, you know, he makes it a TV sanctioned event. I think yeah. the world will be a much happier place. So, yeah. Watch a Karen get cunt punted. That would be kind of fun. <laughs> I'd, I'd watch that on Fox. I would Tune too. in on Fridays. <laughs> Karen watch punt. this bitch get cunt punted. Oh, my gosh. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see her call the police and eliminate stand again, you bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, don't do that, people. And Reese, I hope you learned your lesson because I still love you. You're a sweetheart, but come on, really? I expected better of you. I I have to say I wasn't surprised by that, and that definitely made me change my opinion of her. But if you want to cast me in anything, yes, I'm ready. But I but I yes. do think. You have Karen tendencies. Because <laughs> it wasn't recorded, she would still be acting like that. She wouldn't have apologized yeah, if they didn't that's true. bring that to atten- you know, everyone's attention. That's definitely fair enough. That's definitely that fair enough. That was not her first time her. saying, do you know who I am? No way. Yeah. That's definitely true. And uh, I mean, that's a celeb thing. So, uh, you know, now that as I become a big worldwide celeb, uh, maybe cops will start letting me off for the various crimes I commit on the reg. Uh, so we'll see. I'll keep you posted. What if the cop turned? What if the cop turned to her and was like, "Just so you know, my wife makes me watch Legally Blonde every weekend, and I hate. And I fucking hate it. <laughs> Sweet Home Alabama was a terrible movie, and then he tasers her in the neck. <laughs> 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 She actually didn't do anything. This is for Valentine's Day. I got blue balls. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Well, that's all I got on my um, list, man. Yes, that is a fantastic list. I think we've learned some things about some of our favorite celebs. And guys, they're just like us. If you ever think that celeb is too good, uh, just listen to this episode. And know they're just like us. Everybody poops. really just like us. Everybody poops. Everybody poops. We'll end on that, uh, Timmy. Just make sure you uh, g- uh, you get a big everybody poops guitar solo going, and go. He's just staring. So okay, that's uh, all he does. He just stares. We are, we're, we're not going to get an everybody poops solo, you guys. Uh, so don't hate us for that. But make sure you do follow us on all social channels at Frat Chat Podcast. 
That's on Facebook. That's on Twitter. That's on Instagram. And make sure you give me a follow at Carlos Does the World as well on Facebook, on TikTok, on Instagram, and at Carlos Does World on Twitter. And make sure you follow my good buddy Simo over there at Chris.more.comedy on Instagram at C more comedy on the good old Twitter machine. And make sure you follow our Frat Chat podcast uh, video channel. It's part of the tiny.cc slash Carlos the World YouTube channel. But you can follow that at tiny.cc slash frat chat podcast. And it's got nice little video content over there. So make sure you go check it out. There's going to be more added to it with the next coming days. And it's going to be fun. So do it. Just go right now and do it. Do it. Stop paying attention Just to the fucking road. Do it already. You can, you can crash bad. your car. It's okay. It's a piece of shit, anyways. And then just do it. So, uh, on that note, Mr. Mo, I think we're ready to get the fluff out of here. Um, do you know who I am? <laughs> I motion to a this meeting. And I suck it. Taser to the side of the head. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> Fuck sweet home Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week. All right. See ya. Peace.